Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, good morning, faithful listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast. This is your host, Jen. Today we are in Genesis chapter 30, verses 25 through 43. We will finish out the chapter today. We are finished talking about the whole rivalry between the two sister wives. So now we are going to discuss the next part of Jacob's story after his wives Turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 30. I will read out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. So grab your cup of coffee and let's go ahead and start reading. When Rachel had borne Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away that I may go to my own place and to my own country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you and let me go. For you know my service with which I have served you. Laban said to him, If now I have found favor in your eyes, stay here, for I have divined that Yahweh has blessed me for your sake. He said, Appoint me your wages and I will give it. Jacob said to him, You know how I have served you and how your livestock have fared with me, for it was the little which you had before I came, and it has increased to a multitude. Yahweh has blessed you wherever I turned. Now when will I provide for my own house also? Laban said, What shall I give you? Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this one thing for me, I will again feed your flock and keep it. I will pass through all your flock today, removing from there every speckled and spotted one and every black one among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats. This will be my hire. So my righteousness will answer for me hereafter, when you come concerning my hire that is before you. Every one that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and are not black among the sheep that might be with me will be considered stolen. Laban said, Let it be according to your word. That day he removed the male goats that were streaked and spotted and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had white in it and all the black ones among the sheep, and gave him into the hands of his sons. He set three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob then took to himself rods of fresh poplar, almond, and a plane tree, peeled white streaks in them, and made the white appeared, which was in the rods. He set the rods which he had peeled opposite the flocks in the watering troughs, where the flocks came to drink. Then they conceived when they came to drink. The flocks conceived before the rods, and the flocks produced streaked, speckled, and spotted. Jacob separated the lambs and set the faces of the flocks towards the streaked and all the black in Laban's flock. He put his own droves apart and didn't put them into Laban's flock. Whenever the stronger of the flock conceived, Jacob laid the rods in front of the eyes of the flock in the watering troughs that they might conceive among the rods. But when the flock were feeble, he didn't put them in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger were Jacob's. The man increased exceedingly and had large flocks, female servants and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Guys, I do love the W.E.B. version, mainly because it's completely 100% free. 
As long as I reference it, I can do whatever I want with it. However, it's very old English sometimes. Sometimes it's just hard to understand, and that would, and that would be today with this story. It was a little bit more oldie in language than the versions I usually read out of. But let's see if we can't grasp what's happening here. So after Joseph is born, and you remember that Joseph was Rachel's only child, Jacob goes to Laban, who was his father-in-law and the, the father of the two women that he married. He goes to him and he says, look, I have been with you for many, many years. And I have been serving you and producing all these great flocks for you. Because when I first came to you to work for you, you had a very small flock. And now you are very rich because of me. You have benefited because of me. Yahweh promised me that he would be with me. And because of me, you have increased your flocks. And Laban pretty much agrees. In fact, he he fully agrees with, with Jacob. He's like, I have prospered because of you. He has said that in verse, uh, where did he say that? Um, okay, 27, he said that, stay here because I have divined that Yahweh has blessed me for your sake. So he agrees fully with Jacob that he was blessed from Yahweh because of Jacob. So Jacob goes up to him and he's like, I want to go now though. I have my two wives and my servants. I want to return home. I haven't been home for probably at this point, close to 20 years. I want to see my family again. I haven't seen them. I want to go home. And Jacob says to Laban, I have helped you all these years, but what about me now? You know, I have a family that I need to provide for. I don't have anything. He says this to Laban. So Laban says, well, okay, don't go. I know that I'm blessed because of you. Stay here and I will give you whatever wages you want. This is what he says to Jacob. I will give you anything you want as long as you stay with me. Because don't forget that Laban was a very money-minded, shady man. He wanted to do anything he could to really get ahead. So when he sees Jacob doing all this stuff and he's prospering because of Jacob, he doesn't want Jacob to leave. Obviously, he wants to continue having that resource and building more and more and more wealth. So he says to Jacob, okay name your price. Now, the fascinating part is Jacob says to him, don't give me anything. Rather, do this one thing for me. All of the speckled goats in your goat field and all of the black sheep, give those ones to me. So it's clear that Jacob is asking for the less common colors of Laban's flocks, the speckled goats and the black sheep. And you know from the term black sheep that black sheep are rare. (laughs) So when you hear somebody call somebody a black sheep, they are saying that that person is an oddity. They are rare. This is all Jacob's asking for from Laban is to give him the odd colored animals from his flocks. And Laban fully agrees. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll give you the odd colored animals. Jacob even goes so far to say... If I happen to have among all of my flocks that I gain any animal that is not speckled and not a black sheep, so a normal colored animal, you can take it. That will be considered yours. So he goes so far to say that. So Jacob would not have ended up with a lot of animals. Laban considers this a good deal and he's like, okay, fine. Yeah, go for it. Do it. But then he completely 
goes against Jacob once again. And Laban constantly does this. He goes against Jacob and he goes into the fields and he takes out every single speckled and spotted goat that he finds and every black sheep. And then he gives them, Laban gives those ones that were supposed to go to Jacob to his sons. He leaves with his sons three days away. He just fully just like pieces out and he's like, okay, bye with all of these speckled and spotted goats that he was supposed to give to Jacob. So this just shows even more what kind of a man Laban is. He is dishonest and he's a jerk. So now Jacob realizes this a little bit later. But he continues to work for Laban. Jacob was a very honest man. We do, we do know that because even though Laban was a jerk to him all these years, Jacob always kept his promises to Laban and never did anything that we know of dishonestly. It seems that he was a very honest man. So after he realizes that Laban just peaced out with uh, everything that he promised Jacob, Jacob goes and does something really weird. He takes these poplar trees, the branches from the poplar trees and also almond trees and plane trees. I don't know what a plane tree is, but he peels the bark off of some of these branches. I don't know if he built some sort of enclosure or something like that, but he takes them and he peels them. So now all of these branches are speckled and spotted. Then he puts them where the mating area is and puts the goats that were going to mate with each other in front of these like popular trees that were speckled. I don't know if this was some sort of weird tradition. I, I, couldn't, I could not find anything on this. I don't know if it was a tradition or a superstition that Jacob was doing here in order to if the the two mating animals saw the speckled trees that they would have speckled children i don't know it could be a tradition it could have been a cultural thing who knows but jacob takes these lambs and these goats he builds something with all these speckled branches everywhere there were no speckled sheep and goats or black sheep i'm sorry in Laban's field anymore because he had just taken them. But Jacob continues to just to do everything honestly and care for Laban's flocks, even though he knew Laban had cheated him once again. But now while Laban's gone, he is mating these animals together. And it says that when the animals saw the rods that were spotted like that, they produced little lambs and goats that were black or were spotted. So God was looking at Jacob's plight that had happened here and was producing this miracle from this weird tradition that Jacob was doing with these poplar branches. God was allowing Jacob to have what was promised to him. And that was how Jacob ended up building his flocks. Whenever two strong goats would go out at, to mate, Jacob would put these speckled poplar branches in front of them. The goats would see them while they're mating and then would have a baby that was speckled. Then Jacob would take that baby and put it into his own flock. And he continued to do this and was building really excellent flocks. But he didn't do it when either the goats or lambs were sickly. So the sickly ones, he wouldn't put the poplar branches out when he didn't put out the poplar branches the baby would be born not speckled. It would be a plain colored baby. So, so in this way, Jacob was 
breeding these really excellent animals for himself. But then Laban was getting all these sickly babies. <laughs> it's really funny to me. So Laban all of a sudden has all this sick, like, not good flocks. And meanwhile, Jacob is building a really excellent flock of sheep and goats that are odd colored, but they're really, really good, strong animals. And Laban is left with these sickly animals. I do believe that this was God giving Laban what he deserved. I don't for a second believe that when two plain colored goats mate in front of a poplar branch <laughs> that they're going to have a speckled baby. I just, I, I cannot wrap my mind around that and why Jacob thought that that would work. But it did end up working because God was on Jacob's side. And we do see God working through weird traditions and superstitions all the time through the Bible, actually. To conclude in verse 43, it says, Jacob increased exceedingly. This means that Jacob gained tons of wealth because of what he was doing here with Laban's flock. None of this was dishonest. Jacob was breeding healthy animals for himself. He had no guarantee that they would be speckled when they were born, but he was doing it anyway, and God was allowing him to succeed in this way. So after this, Jacob gains this wealth from what he is doing with Laban's flocks. And it's Laban's own fault if he had just given Jacob the thing that he had promised he would. Jacob wouldn't have had to go through all this trouble. And Laban's flocks honestly probably wouldn't have gotten sickly in the end. <laughs> so God works in all situations. And that's what we have to remember from this story, that even though it looked kind of hopeless for Jacob that Laban fully cheated him once again, that God was still able to bless Jacob immensely. God is way, way stronger than people. God can do anything. And that is what we have to remember. And that is why this story is in the Bible. Not to show some sort of strange tradition that Jacob went through, but to show that God truly was on Jacob's side. And he is on the side of the people who follow him. Even if we're not perfect, Jacob certainly wasn't perfect, but God still loved him and still blessed him and gave him exactly what he asked for with the speckled goats and the little black sheep. <laughs> Friends, don't forget that Monday I will have a guest speaker on the podcast. We will be talking about Laban going after Jacob after all this happens. What is going to happen next? So join me on Monday at 6 a.m., and we will be discussing the next chapter in Genesis about Laban's anger towards Jacob. So one thing I wanted to tell you guys, I'm working on uh, recording my own music for the podcast intro. After the whole fiasco with uh, the last song that I had, though I did have some people tell me that they did like it. Which is funny. I did have a few people say that they liked the music in the intro that I did. I think it was, was it last Monday? Yeah, I think it was last Monday I, I did that one. Um, but after that whole fiasco, I am working on recording my own. It'll just be easier overall, mainly because I don't have to purchase tracks. And secondly, after a certain amount of downloads on the podcast, I have to take the tracks down anyway, which is really frustrating. 
this will just be easier. It'll be my own music, and I'll let you guys know when I am done with that, and you'll be able to hear it. So stay tuned for that. I don't know if you guys know. Some some of you, I'm sure, know, but I, I like to uh, write a little bit of music in my spare time. I do some music at my church as well. I'm the assistant worship leader there. I guess that's my title. (laughs) But friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you Monday morning, bright and early. Happy listening and God bless.